0: List I owe. Good afternoon and welcome to the Right Fit Podcast. I'm Daryl Jacobs, your host, ESPN College Basketball Analyst, and as well as the Director for Rising Coaches, DEI Linus. Join me every Friday at noon while I have the decision makers in both the hiring process and both collegiate athletics and professional sports. But joining me today is the CEO of Renaissance Search and Consulting, Mr. Herb Courtney. Hey coach, how you doing today? Oh good, man. I, I love it when I hear that word coach. Yeah. <laughs> that's we're, right.
1: You always, always be coach to me. <laughs> well.
0: Well, that's literally, and we'll tell them our history a little bit as we go through the podcast as well. But Herb, thank you for taking the time. Um, I'm glad that you were able to join us. I was very excited about having you on because I've had a lot of athletic directors on um talking about the hiring process, but I want mm-hmm. to get a search firm on who's actually the go to people now in the industry a little bit. We'll talk about that as well. But before we get started with the Q&A, talk a little bit about how did you get into the search firm space and why?
1: Yeah, you know, I uh, I was fortunate enough after I was done playing uh, overseas and when my career is over, uh, I was able to get an opportunity. What the largest IT services firm in the country and we did a lot of executive and professional searches for fortune 100 500 companies so that's how i really learned the really just the craft of recruiting and talent acquisition and gave me a really good background um and then you know you fast forward almost 10 years later um you know i was a coach for for eight years and um and i had a just um just so fortunate enough to have that experience and and being able to coach some some great kids and and see them off graduate and um, and 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 then you know after I kind of went through that process I wanted to create something that um, that could be impactful in a different way and um, I think as you know as a coach when you um, are able to impact you know, kids that you recruit and, and kind of see them off and make sure that they're productive citizens and you have that fulfillment. Um, I had that as well, but I knew there's something else that I wanted to do, and that was really creating opportunities for um, really just, you know, um, marginalized groups, traditionally marginalized groups, right, in athletics that um, may not get opportunities, you know, in sports. And I wanted to create something that, you um, that help provide those opportunities for them. So that was kind of my calling to get into search uh, that really serves athletics and uh, to be able to create something that could help with that.
0: Yeah, as, as a minority in the search space, it, it could be real challenging, you know, as you know, we'll talk about a little bit about that, that later and talk about some of the searches that you already have done, but let's talk about why have search firms become so popular you think
1: well i think ad's are looking for partners right i think the hiring hiring of you know any coach within the department um you know is a big responsibility so i think ad's want to be able to you know really partner with an industry expert that can help them navigate through that whole process right and that's where we come in you know we are calling everybody we're vetting um, you know, we're doing our due diligence to make sure that candidates that we provide or candidates that, you know, they have and kind of on their short list, um, you know, are are vetted correctly and and that, you know, will come in and kind of hit the ground running and and just kind of fit from a cultural standpoint. And we we tried to we, you know, help them uh, through that process uh, so that that's one one of the reasons why I think, you know, search firms have really uh, become more um, relevant in the last, you know, 10, 15 years in in the hiring process in athletics.
0: Talk about the recruiting process, you know, as as a former coach and you're a former student athlete, having been recruited and being in that recruiting process, what does that look like for your particular search firm at Renaissance in regards in the recruiting process or in terms of how a, client might come on board and may already have some candidates um in the pipeline that they want you to vet. talk about the difference between if you got to go and actually find the candidates as opposed to some um, of the clients may have candidates that they just want you to vet
1: yeah no that's uh that's a great question and as you know coming from the coaching background you're always recruiting right you're always trying to to uh put the client in the best light possible and highlight all the great things for that opportunity so we can attract the best um candidates that are out there um but you know for us recruiting is is twofold right number one you got to recruit clients you know um you know so we can have that business and create those relationships i have to create a relationship with that ad or president so they trust in us that we can help them through that process and we're gonna make sure we find the best candidate and then on the other side you know we have to recruit candidates as well right we have to um, whether they're identified through the AD or kind of through us where we need to have those conversations, have a really intimate understanding of who they are, what opportunities make sense for them. Um, you know, there's just so many layers that has to go right for, you know, a candidate to get the job. You know, sometimes there's buyout. Sometimes it's, you know, a geographical you know, preference. You know, there's a lot of different nuances, you know, throughout the process that you have to account for. Uh, so from a recruiting standpoint, we have to know all that, right? And so when we're going to the AD and client, we have a list to say, hey, you know what? You're interested in uh, this coach. This is all the things that they have going on. This is the things that they need um, or will make this opportunity attractive to them, you know, all the way to, you know, compensation, you know, the staff, you know, the pool, you know, the budget, all that, right? I think all that is kind of discussed up front, and and that's how we collectively kind of get together and make sure that we can provide uh the best pool with all the information that we have
0: now one of the things you know being know being at the search firm level um and identifying candidates um, is prepping them um, mm-hmm. in that regards as you know you were one of the this time you headed our um, dei initiative with our next step in terms of prepping uh, who we think are going to be future head coaches um, in the industry in terms of how to interview and talk a little bit about the do's and don'ts in that process. And this is important for everybody to hear.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the preparation is key, right. And in, in anything, right. So I think, um, you know, I say to coaches, you, you know, prepare, but you don't want to be pre- pre- so prepared where it's like, you know, you're kind of paralyzed and you're, you Um, personality is showing through, right? Or you still want to come off very authentic. Uh, So I'll start with the don'ts, right? I think, number one, don't compare yourself uh, to, you know, the previous coach that you're kind of, uh, um, you know, uh, about to replace. Yeah, yeah, you know, Uh, so I I don't think that's ever a good thing. Don't ever batmouth, you know, people in the interview process um there's a time and place to bring up salary incentives and compensation usually let your if you do have an agent um you know let them kind of handle that or go through the search firm you know talk to them first about that the range but maybe i wouldn't say go directly to the ad in the hiring process during the interview say hey i need at least you know half of five hundred thousand for this job if he or she doesn't ask you right so um i, I think that's i think that's important um, you know, don't ask irrelevant questions. Uh, I know it sounds simple, but I think, you know, sometimes, um, you know, coaches have a predetermined list of things that they want to get out. And and sometimes it doesn't really matter. Right. I think you just really need to listen, you know, to the questions. Um, you know, uh, another thing is don't be un- don't be unprepared in terms of not knowing who's in the room. Obviously, that's my job as a search uh, consultant to. To inform you of that, but you know sometimes um, ADs don't use search firms, so mm-hmm. that's going to be on you to know who is in the room. And once you do have that information, it's good to have one or two questions, um, you know, for uh, one or two individuals in that room that's you know specific to them. Uh, so um, definitely don't do that. Um, and then the last thing is don't have ten people calling your behalf uh, you know, for a reference, keep it to one or two, make sure they're, that they either know that AD or, you know, uh, very well, or they maybe work with them in the past, or, you know, maybe a president or someone who's very high level that can, um, you know, uh, speak to you and why you're the person for the job. But I, I've seen multiple times where, um, you know, people have lost the job because they've had too many,
0: too many people uh kind of uh call on their behalf right let's talk about you know agents seem like agents are be becoming the trend in the representation not of just of coaches administrators um as well and you have you know talk about some of the searches you have in those schools and talk about if you had to deal with an agent you know how was that in terms of um, navigating the client in the right direction in regards to the hiring process or just the interview process as well. Talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. No, the agent does play a key part in this process, and you know I work with agents uh, very closely. You know throughout the throughout the process, especially when we identify that you know our two to three uh, candidates that have been kind of shortlisted, and you know they are very instrumental in. In, uh, I would say, obviously, just talking through everything, the compensation. How that's going to look, you know, just keeping keeping both parties kind of updated on where we are and, and through the process and and how that's going to, um, you know, how that looks, you know, through that, um, you know, they they can be, um, you know, especially for me as a, as a search consultant, um, you know, they're almost an extension, right, and in terms of how we work together, you know, so if there's not there if there's a lack of continuity between myself, the AD and the agent is probably not going to work out. Right. So we all kind of have to be working together, uh, in terms of communication, uh, being very transparent and where things are. And, um, and, uh, you know, and making sure that, Hey, here, here's kind of a framework of what it's going to look like from a contract. And then, yeah, we, you're going to have to, the agent's going to have to, um, kind of pin down the details of those things, but, you know, um especially once we've kind of identified those you know three three candidates or so and each agent will kind of give them that framework of what it's going to look like and um and and how we can kind of put something together that is um beneficial for both parties
0: right and talk about some of the searches that you have had and you just had just a recent one um yes the the fantastic hire you know thank you so i'll let you yeah, no, we, we just some of the searches you had just uh, talk about the recent yeah. one, which I think was a fantastic hire. Uh, thank you. On, on the on the institutional part.
1: Yeah. So um, we just finished the search for the head football uh, coach for Grambling State University and we hired Hugh Jackson and um, we you know, I thought you know he was a great fit for what Grambling was looking for and you know he was really excited about the opportunity. The thing with Grambling is it's such a um, a program with such rich history, obviously with with Eddie Robinson and what he was able to accomplish during his tenure there, and uh, such a historic brand, and, and Hugh felt the same way, right? And and where he thought he could take it, so um, you know, I think it was a great fit for Hugh, and it's a great fit for Grambling, and and, and Dr. Scott um, had the vision to be able to attract someone like a Hugh Jackson, who was you know um, coached head coach in the NFL twice right uh the only only um african-americans ever do that you know so it's um you know for hugh i think he's going to add a ton of experience and and elevate continue to elevate the brand of grambling and uh i think grambling's gonna a heck of a football coach and i think they're going to win a ton of games so um just in general the hbcus um have a ton of momentum right now right and i think that's that's a a great thing in sport, right? Where I think it's, um, you know, wherever we can get more equity uh, and equality within HBCUs and giving them more opportunities in terms of TV time and resources and things like that, I think you'll see continued elevation of historically back colleges in sports. So, um, no, so I'm excited for, for what is to come. And as, I, as um, you know, I'm sure you saw yesterday with Dion, you um, getting the number one recruit in the country going to yeah, a, a story college. college. Yeah, no, at Jackson State, right? right? So, you know, you kind of see the trend there. So I'm excited about that. You know, some of the other searches we've done, um, we did the women's basketball search at Loyola Marymount University. Uh, we placed Erica Hughes, and then uh, we assisted in the um, Vanderbilt um, head women's basketball search as well uh, with Shea Ralph. Um, you know, so, and we uh, also, um, placed, uh, the director of, uh, track and field at Vanderbilt as well this year. So we've been doing some really good, really good things and we're continuing to grow and we're excited, you know, to work with more clients and, and have more opportunities and, um, you know, to be able to, to place leaders, um, and in, in these, in these roles.
0: Uh, well, I'm sure, um, those who watching, particularly those administrators, um, athletic directors, who are not just looking for coaches, but also on the administrative side, um, you know, can can definitely reference some of the searches you just mentioned and get a lot of great feedback. And you talk about opportunity in terms of how the HBCUs now are really coming into a different light, you know, as well. But also um, you're one of the few, um, if not maybe one of two African-Americans heading their own search firm in, in this particular space. So you're looking for that opportunity as well. And hopefully being here on The Right Fit will give you that opportunity. But Herb, let me pay some bills, big guy. I got to pay All some right. bills and we'll come right back. You're watching The Right Fit here on Rising Coaches TV.
1: The Right Fit Podcast is brought to you by Rising Coaches Search and Consulting. Tired of spending what seems like all of your time and budget filling coaching vacancies, let Rising Coaches Search and Consulting handle your next coaching search. Our process is simple. We identify, vet, and recruit a talented and diverse group of professionals that fits your institution's profile. All for a low price that we guarantee will beat our competitions. Plus, all of your searches will be handled by former coaches, meaning we will get the best possible insight on all of your candidates, and you'll get the perspective that only a former coach could provide. For testimonials, a full client list, or more information, please visit risingcoaches.com.
0: Welcome back to The Right Fit. I'm your host, Darryl Jacobs, and I'm with uh, one of the best up-and-coming search firms um, in the country with Herb Courtney, CEO of Renaissance uh, Search and Consulting. Um, And we were talking about the hiring process in both collegiate athletic and professional sports. And Herb, I want you to talk a little bit about, take us through a a normal search. Say, for example, you had to find a coach uh, Mm -hmm. without um, a reference list from the athletic administrator or the particular institution. Take us through that process, how that would look. And it's important that um, I really want people to hear that this know as well so they can understand the process and how to prepare and how to get they self-notice yeah research firms such as yourself
1: yeah no absolutely i think um you know obviously it's an important piece of that process right and um you know we always want to make sure that we are doing our due diligence and and coming up with candidates that fit the profile of the job at hand right and i think that's very very important so we're not you know, recycling the same names or anything like that. So, you know, the first thing, you know, to, to really do that is understanding, you know, um, you know what the AD is looking for, All right, What does a successful coach in that, you know, particular institution, what do they need to have, right? And, and having a clear understanding of that so we can go out and recruit the best and brightest coach out there. Um, and then once we understand that, You know, we can really develop, you know, um, you know, a timeline, um, you know, um, and really uh, a position specific, um, uh, you know, description so we can go out there. Second, you know, depending upon the school, some schools have committees. Sometimes it's just the AD uh, that's running it, maybe with uh, with the president or chief of staff but whoever the external stakeholder is or are uh, we meet with them as well right I think it's important um, to understand what they're looking for and a process to make sure that we're all are on the same page uh, there's constant communication um, and we, we there's just that alignment throughout um, and and if sometimes if, if the ad just wants to keep it close between the ad and the firm perfect it's really at the 80s discretion. Um, so once we have that kind of all figured out, um, we know what we're looking for, and we are going out. And, and obviously, we should have a, a good list of, of candidates that kind of fit that profile. And we're doing our due diligence, um, you know, to make sure that they fit in terms of compensation range. Well,
0: and, talk a little bit about how do you find the candidates? Um, how would you go about finding the candidates, um, mm-hmm. you know, for a particular um, type of job? Um, do you is there any research that you do, and um, where do you actually go to find some of them? Um, if you're looking uh, for a particular candidate or particular profile based on the institution, is there people you call? Um, of course, hopefully you'll call rising coaches if you're looking for a coach. Um, yeah, yeah. In that regards, you know, um, but talk a little bit about. About that. Um, mm-hmm. It's important that the viewers, particularly those who are looking to get into uh, collegiate athletics and professional sports, how to get themselves noticed. You know, is it good to have a profile on LinkedIn? Is it, you know, X, Y, and Z? Uh, do yeah. you look at Twitter and all that? Talk a little bit. About yeah.
1: That. Yeah. So, you know, the recruiting um kind of goes all year round so you know if i'm at an event and you know i meet people that way uh, you know that's how i get names and people that i know or um, i'm calling conference commissioners or i'm calling organizations like yourself like rising coaches I'm calling ad's that i know very well especially maybe in that area or region um you know, people coaches that they feel are ready um you know so all those type of different entities uh we are reaching out to to make sure that we are identifying the right um the right candidates and especially you know on on the conference level that's that has oversight of let's say men's basketball or women's basketball and you know calling them and say hey you know who are some of the coaches that you were just really impressed with right um and um you know we'll, we'll get a list of names um, from that as well. And, in other organizations, you know, so, you know, between all those kind of different avenues, you, you'll be surprised. You'll get a lot of different names and then it's, you know, it's up to us to kind of vet through that and, you know, talking to those individuals and, you know, if we're doing our job, a lot of that is done, um, on the front end, right. Where mm-hmm. when I'm talking to, um, you know, these, these kind of, um, um, you know the commissioners and ads, and once they say, "Herb, you need to talk to this coach," um, you know I'm going to talk to them, right? And and hopefully that's done before we have a job or something like that. So there's familiarity. Uh, I know what that coach is like. Um, you know, I'm i we've called. You know, if they if they worked in the America East, I'm I'm calling. You know, different coaches and administrators in that conference to say, "Hey, when when this coach played." um, at your institution, you know, how were they, you know, what's their, you know, how are they on the sideline? How did they treat their kids? You know, so we're doing all that, all that type of vetting and research. Um, and it it takes, it takes time, right? So that's kind of how we identify candidates once, you know, there is, um, there's a job and, and, um, and we're looking to really see what, what is a fit and, and, and how, and how they, they could be a um, you know, a, a good candidate for, for that job.
0: Let's talk about trends. Everything is trending right now, and, and there's definitely trends in whether it's professional sports or in collegiate athletics. Talk about some of the – let's talk about some of the hiring trends um, that you see that people need to be abreast of and get familiar with. And, and, and going into the future, do you think some of these trends will be – the basis for how things are going to be done.
1: Yeah. I mean, one, one trend obviously is being able to, um, to have the ability to, to change and pivot, right. There's just so much volatility, right. In sports uh, in terms of NIL um, mental health, um, you know, you have to be so versed in a lot of different things. That's not X's and O's. So coaches need, to have the, the, uh, wherewithal and the ability to manage all of those different things and how to give, um, their student athletes the best experience. So, you know, I know we're all trying to figure out NIL, but the ones who have kind of really embraced that, um, you can see they're very successful, a la Deion Sanders and be able to, uh, you know, get the number one recruit in the country to Jackson state. Right. So I think, you know, those are some of the trends that you really, um, you know, are, are seeing in, in college sports. And uh, you know, I, I think people, you know, kind of say it all the time as well. It's kind of like the CEO uh, mentality, and I think that still holds very true, where you have to manage an organization, right? And there's so many different moving parts, and um, you know, you can't get bogged down, right? When when something Happening, right? I think you got to be able to, to manage people, you got to be able to lead, you got to be able to create a vision, and you got to be able to execute, right? And I think that it sounds um, um, like, hey, that's been the trend always, but that ha- it's never been more important now, right? In terms of, you know, you got the, the transfer portal and what that means and, and, and how um, the continuity within a program it's so important and if you don't have a leader in place that can manage that, um, it, it's going to be very hard to find uh, success as a coach so um, when when you're looking to hire you know a coach you want someone who you feel can can manage all that um, and also you know um, engage with your community and and build and build the you know or enhance, the the brand of that athletic department, right? Because when you're when you're a coach, that's that's part of the deal, right? You want to have success. You want to be able to elevate that brand, and branding is so important today. Uh, and um, you know, I think it, you need someone who 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 does embrace that.
0: Right. Well, we talked about you know, and you hit on something that was very important. That a lot of coaches from the coaching aspect, don't realize it's not about X and O's winning games. You have to come with more to the table. You mentioned about branding and being able to be in the community and be public speaking and being engaging um, and all that. And those are some of the attributes you look for um, in regards to when you're recruiting a candidate. You know, Particularly, I talk to a lot of coaches when I speak to them, they think it's all about X and O's. And mm-hmm. I said, no, sometimes you can be a successful coach and may not be the right fit for that particular yeah. institution, so wins or losses is not as important in terms of right fit. Now, henceforth, why we have this show, <laughs> the right fit, so we can talk about right fit, so people can understand that um, it's not even based sometimes on, on your success, whether it's on administrator side, you would be a successful fundraiser um, as an as an administrator, but may may not be a right fit for a particular institution um, as well. Um, Herb, talk a little bit about. Um, um, some of the changes you know we mentioned the you know some of the changes coming forth but talk about some of the changes you have seen um thus far um, since you started your search firm um and and talk a little bit about how those changes may open up opportunities for people
1: yeah now i think one change that i have seen especially over the last two years is um especially for coaches um, having more intentionality on diversity and inclusion, right? I think that's very important. And you can see that in, in men's and women's basketball. And um, I think football is getting a little better. And, um, you know, so I, I do think uh, that has been a welcome change. And I've always said that. I hope it's not a, um, a moment in time, but it's a movement, right? Where you do see this as a continued um, focus for a lot of institutions, right? Cause it is important. And I think the biggest thing is moving away from, from athletic directors or presidents seeing as a social cause to a business cause, right? Because I think as you are trying to engage with communities and donors and the kind of external, um, cons- uh, constituents within the, within the community, you need to be diverse, right? And, um, you know, obviously your your student athletes are probably one of the most diverse populations on that campus, right? So I think it is really important to be able to continue to not just say it, but to um, show, um, you know, uh, people that uh, diversity and inclusion is very important and that uh, institutions are, are doing things proactively, not in a reactionary uh, standpoint. Um, you know, to promote that. So that is one welcome change that I have uh, witnessed over the last two years and um, I'm continuing to support that and um, anything that we can do to add um, to making sure that we we are continuing to be more intentional with that is is very important.
0: Well, you know what diversity has shown, it leads to more productivity. You yeah. know, a lot of people don't know the data that surrounding um, diversity, but the more diverse you are, the more productive you will be, and um, innovative, and innovative, you know, absolutely.
1: and you raise more money, and right. you know, there's absolutely. a huge business, huge business case to diversity, right? right? It's absolutely. just not a
0: social thing, and, and the data is there um, to support yeah, them, absolutely. you know, as well. Herb, I always do this um, at the end of each broadcast with my guests. It's called word association. Most people always. Um, talk about, and I saw this as a kid with Richard Pryor on on the uh, Tonight Show. It was funny when he did, that, and I was a you know kid back then. You know, okay. as well, we're word association. So um, I'm gonna say a word, okay. and you just say the first thing come to mind. It's not gonna be brutal at all. All right, all right. Are you to take <laughs> and, me a little if bit? People, <laughs> if people don't know, if people don't know our relationship, I, I can share with them now. I was I was very not fortunate enough to coach you. Um, when I came on as assistant at the University of Delaware, of course, with David Henderson, former Duke standout and NBA player with the 76ers, and he brought me aboard. We were high school rivals. People don't know that. You know, I went to high school in North that. Carolina yeah. and played against See, so yeah, You learned something um, Every day. You know, as well with, with David. But I was very fortunate enough to coach you um, at the University of Delaware. But word association. University of Delaware. Greatness. Okay. Family. Uh,
1: family. I'll um, say, um, my, I mean, the first thing that comes on my mind, let say my wife and kids. You, know? <laughs> Here, you go. Here you
0: go. New York. Yankees. Oh, wow. And finally, finally um uh, renaissance searching consultant
1: um and there's a couple words that come to my mind with that one but i, say I would say two. the first the first one um that comes to my mind is uh, i would say
0: um inclusive you you wasn't like this as a player <laughs> you uh, no. know, i know you, you know, <laughs> you know as, as well but um i like that word inclusive you know renaissance um, search and consult inclusive and you have demonstrated that um via your searches and the number of searches you have done not just for um, historical black houses but also pwis as well herb thank you so much man for taking the time um i know we're, you're three hours behind i'm out on the east coast you're on the west coast But I really want to thank you for taking the time to join us uh, this afternoon. I want to thank the viewers and listeners as well. Please join me next Friday for some more guests talking about the hiring process in both collegiate athletics and the world of sports. Until then, please stay healthy, stay safe. God bless.